There is some insane financial and business advice on TikTok. I guess you wouldn't expect anything different. And today, I'm going to take a look at those videos. I'm going to give you my honest reaction, and I am going to give you some sound financial and business advice that you can implement into your life right now. This is The Dima Show. Let's go. This is The Dima Show. Dima Show. A unique perspective on entrepreneurship, real estate, business, finance, politics, and current events with a big dose of common sense. Warning. Warning. If you're easily offended, this is not the podcast for you. Listen at your own risk. You guys ready to have some fun today? So, TikTok. I have a TikTok account, but I don't really use it. I know a lot of people use TikTok a lot, especially the younger kids. I see my kids scrolling through TikTok all the time, and I know that there is some insane stuff on TikTok. But the crazy stuff I want to talk about today is the financial advice. So some people on my team, Claire, namely, namely, is that a word? I don't know. Anyway, Claire brought up that there is a bunch of insane stuff on TikTok in terms of financial advice, there's also a lot of other crazy stuff on there. But in terms of financial advice, there are some insane videos on there. And so what we're going to do today is I am going to react to some of these crazy financial advice TikToks and share my thoughts on what they are telling our kids. And again, the crazy part about this is our kids are watching this stuff. So I'll have some commentary on that a little bit later. But for now, let's jump right in and take a look at some of these insane TikToks. TikTok videos. All right, Kyle, let's do it. Let's pull up that first video. Let's see what it's all about. Those of you who need some quick cash on the side, I'm going to teach you guys how to make some. First step is to go on Craigslist or OfferUp and see if you can snag a good deal on a candy machine. Next, head over to your nearest Walmart, BJ's, Costco, or any wholesale club to pick up some candy. Next, Google some businesses within your area to see if you could go and drop off your candy machines in their location. For this example, we got an office space. Where we'll be putting candy machines right in the lobby where the elevator is. Now go and pick a spot for your machine. In this case, it's perfect for where ours is because we have it facing right where the elevator is. Now go and place your stickers on each one of the machines. Now the last step is to test your machine to make sure everything works by just inserting a quarter in the machine. Making sure candy comes out at the bottom, and then just come back at the end of every month, refill your machines, collect your money, and then you'll be good to go. <sighs> All right. Where do I begin on that one? So on the surface, that might seem like a pretty good idea, but let's dissect this a little bit. And the first thing I have for you is COVID. COVID. All the liberals are so scared of COVID, and yet you think that they're going to put 25 cents into a candy machine, put their hand under the thing, turn the dial, and then get candy out of a communal candy jar? I don't know. To me, it seems like that is not something that's going to work this year. Maybe two, three years ago, but not now. Also, in terms of just financially, when you run a business, you got to look at profit and how much money you're going to make. So I happened to watch this video earlier and checked out the comments. And I think someone asked this dude, so how much money can you make doing this? And he said, if you do it right, you can make like $30 a month. So guys, look, $30, nothing to sneeze at. But with all the time and effort that you're going to put into that, when you look at something in economics called opportunity cost, opportunity cost is 
what it's costing you to do something in terms of what you're giving up by not doing something else. And in terms of opportunity cost, if it takes you four or five hours to get that 30 bucks, you're not making a lot of money. You may as well just go get a job somewhere and that might be a little better. Not to mention the fact that those machines are right in front of an elevator. And if you live in California with smash and grab robberies, those things are going to be gone in about a day. So now you're going to lose machines. You got theft. You got damage. You got vandalism. You got to get permission from the owners. Bottom line, guys, I can think of about a hundred different ways where you could make more money with less risk and less effort than doing this thing with the candy. And again, talking about the pandemic, that is just not something that's going to be good, sound financial advice going forward. All right. So that's a wrap on that one. Let's check out the next video, Kyle. Pull it on up. What's a piece of information that you learned that feels illegal to know? That if you start an S corporation and you own 100% of your S corporation that you can buy everything that you own under that S corporation. And then you don't pay taxes on anything that you purchase because it's considered a corporate expense. And you can take one corporate vacation a year. And depending on how much money your corporation makes, that price actually fluctuates up and you can actually hire your children to work for you for $12,000 a year tax-free, so then you're actually showing an expense, but you're gifting it back to your own family household, and then you pay yourself a salary, which means you pay less self-employment taxes, and then basically at the end of every month, you're left with $0 to pay real taxes on. It feels really shitty to do it, but it's kind of how you avoid paying taxes, so I don't know. All right. Uh, that lady's going to be in jail. First of all, let's start with that. Let's also start with the fact that I'm not a CPA. This is not tax advice, but I will tell you, do not listen to anything that she just told you other than the first part, which is if you have a business, you should incorporate. That is very good advice because you always want to keep your business separate from your personal assets and also expenses. That's actually very good advice. Everything else she said is a bunch of bullshit that will land you in IRS jail, guys. Seriously, do not listen to any of that stuff. Let me just dissect a few of those things. So when you incorporate your business and you start a corporation, that is a separate legal entity and you should do everything for your business in that entity. Now she said, buy everything you own in your S Corp. No, because then all your assets would become corporate assets. That is separate and apart from personal assets. So let me give you an example. If you buy groceries at the store that you are going to eat at home, those are personal groceries. You cannot buy those through your business as a business expense. So throw that one out the window. She also talked about a couple of things that you may hear on the internet, like hiring your children to work for you and then writing it off and then gifting it to them and yada, yada, yada. Look, you can hire your children. There's nothing wrong with that as long as your children actually work in your business. Anything you guys hear, guys, where someone says you can do this to avoid paying taxes is usually a sham or usually a tax avoidance strategy that typically doesn't work. The bottom line on this, guys, is what you want to do when you have a business is you want to build an amazing team. You want to have a CPA on your team that you can go to for sound tax advice. And this is not that. Talk to a great CPA and a good financial advisor and make sure that you are doing things that are legal 
and that are correct and that are appropriate so that you don't end up in a very, very bad place when it comes to taxes. That's about all I have to say about that one. So let's go ahead and roll the next one, Kyle. This is a lot of fun, by the way, you guys. I hope you're enjoying it. I want to say if you like this kind of thing, let me know and we'll do more of them. All right, let's roll the next video. I'm going to show you guys three stocks that I used to go from $200 to $50,000. By the way, this prop money, you best believe I'm not selling my stocks. Starting with number three, this is AFA. It's a wheat stock. I bought it at $8 a share. And with Democrats in office and legalizing marijuana, I think it still has room to grow. Stock number two is Zillow. And with interest rates being so low, a lot of people have been buying houses, which is why I assume it's skyrocketed up. But we don't expect interest rates to go back down until maybe 2023. So I think it still has room to grow too. Number one is Tesla. It's my favorite stock of all time. I have 29,000 just in Tesla because it's my favorite. I think it will eventually hit $2,000 with all the innovation they're doing. So I think it still has room to grow, but I bought this one at $200 last year. Just remember, it's not too late to invest. I started with $200, so you can do it to follow to learn more. All right. So we're moving on to talking about investing. Uh, very exciting. So guys, first of all, investing your money is a great thing. Listening to TikTokers and how they invest their money is maybe not so great. So this lady is a genius because right when the pandemic hit, if you look at her chart, she starts the charts conveniently right at the pandemic, which was like March, April, 2020, when the market tanked. And then she was so smart that when that happened, she bought three stocks that just so happened to skyrocket over the next year and a half. Do you believe her guys? Because I'm going to raise the bullshit flag on this one. When the pandemic hit and the real estate market and stock market and all these other things had a lot of issues and had a hiccup and the stock market in particular tanked, you could have thrown a dart at any company or just bought an index fund of the S&P 500 or NASDAQ or whatever. And over the next year and a half, your money would have escalated, would have risen and grown a lot. So you didn't really need to pick individual stocks. However, what I will tell you is that picking individual stocks is a very risky proposition. If you have $200 to invest and you want to blow it on something and you don't care and it's a risky thing, go for it. But it's not a long-term investing strategy. See, when you pick individual stocks, you're really betting on that one company, and you don't know, have you done your research on the financials? Have you done your research on the company? So that's a really risky thing. The better play, actually, well, the best play is to get an amazing financial advisor or expert to help you invest your money. That's the best way to do it. The second best way to do it is to buy index funds that is an aggregation of a certain market or industry or financial sector, because then you are diversifying your risk. So look, is it possible that this girl just got super lucky and decided when the pandemic hit that she was going to buy three companies that she liked, and then those companies skyrocketed? By the way, Zillow, not so much, because they've had a lot of issues recently. But the others, sure, Tesla had some up and downs, but it's doing pretty well. And then she bought some weed stocks because Democrats are in office. Okay, that's probably a, a sound rationale. But anyway, if you're if she did that and she got super lucky, great. But what I have to say is that is not a long-term investing strategy. So again, check with your financial advisor, hire a really good one, and prepare a strategy and a game plan for yourself for the long term that works. And don't just listen to some people on TikTok. All right. This is kind of fun. Let's keep going. Kyle, roll one more. This is how I stole million dollar art. 
Beeple is a digital artist whose prolific work has been seen everywhere. And as of recently, one of the most expensive artists currently alive. The final bid, $69 million. Oh my gosh. He came to the city yesterday to screen the documentary 137 p.m. made for him. So I approached him with a plan. Hey, people, can I show you a magic trick? <laughs> okay, so can you just draw a stick figure real quick? Okay. Not much of an artist. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> and now I have a real Beeple drawing hanging in my home. Well, I don't know what to say. That's... Pretty good idea. <laughs> no, but you guys, in all seriousness, uh, it, it's funny. I think the best part about that was when Beeple actually said, I'm not much of an artist. Uh, so if you guys don't know, Beeple sold uh, something for about $69 million, as you saw in there. He's also sold a bunch of super expensive art. Hey, listen, you know, art is super subjective. What is worth a lot to someone is not worth a lot to someone else. People do it, uh, wealthy people do it for investment, for tax write-offs, for all kinds of reasons. Uh, so I don't judge anyone about art, but hey, if that stick figure can sell for a million dollars, then more power to that guy. I thought that was pretty clever. I thought that was pretty smart. It's not a long-term financial strategy, but hey, if it works, it works. So I like it. Well, guys, what do you think? Do you like this review of the TikTok videos? Bottom line, guys, what I really want to say is be careful of what you hear on the internet. Our kids are watching this nonsense, mostly nonsense. And so you have to be very weary of what you hear on the internet, especially on TikTok, because you don't know the background of these people. You don't know whether they're experts in their field. You don't know if they're just making this stuff up. And in most cases, I think they probably are. So just be very careful of your financial and business strategies. And at the end of the day, this channel and the Dima show, you guys, is all about taking action and improving your life. So what I want to tell you in terms of action steps is assemble a good team around you. So if you want to grow your financial assets, if you want to invest well, if you want to get wealthy, if you want to start a business, whatever it is you want to do, get some proper advice and build a good team. We heard an amazing uh, tax video there. Make sure you get a good CPA to help you out. We heard a financial advising video. If you want to invest, make sure you get a great financial advisor to help you. Whatever area you want to improve yourself in, get a coach, get a mentor, get an advisor, get the right advice. And then most importantly, take action in your life to hit your goals. Thanks for tuning in to The Dima Show. If you got value from this podcast, do me a favor and share it with someone you know or give me a shout out on your social channels and be sure to tag me so I can thank you. Also, throw in a five-star review wherever you're listening so that the show is shared with more people. I'll catch you on the next episode. Dima out. This has been The Dima Show. All information and content provided is for informational purposes only, and you should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.